This week's episode of Not My Forte is dedicated to Mrs. May Wanda Myers, who would neither have watched this show nor listened to this podcast. She will be dearly missed and cherished in our hearts. To her granddaughter, Desiree, we all love you. Super Soft Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Cottrell. I'm one of your co-hosts, <laughs> Kayla Huber. And co-host, Amber Franzman. So, pitter-patter? Let's get, get at her! her. <laughs> that was so cool. I love it. <laughs> I'm overly excited. You guys are here. <laughs> the boys are back. The band's back together. Woody-woo. Just very excited. So, we're back for season five recap. And... I'm very excited that we're getting our new season for Christmas, but we might be, what, season six done by Christmas time. We won't be anywhere near season I, I don't even think we'll be halfway. <laughs> yeah. We'll be like season, f- or maybe halfway. Yeah. Because you still have Christmas. Because yes. we're doing the Christmas oh, yeah. episode next. So I that way I... it's closer to Christmas time. Yeah. So by we the were time trying the... to scoot that Christmas episode a little closer to Christmas. <laughs> we're festive like It'll that. be December. <laughs> So that counts, right? <laughs> yes. It does. The whole month of December is basically Christmas anyway. Exactly. So, up top, I'm trying to think. I didn't have any previously on. Well, I guess technically I do. This is going to be counted as previously on because I've mentioned it before already. Kayla? Previously on Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. And you can you cannot do it if you're not ready emotionally. <laughs> but... <laughs> I wanted to give you the opportunity to tell your theory because yes. it blew my mind. I'm okay. interested to hear it myself because she, she didn't go too in-depthly, but she told me that you had it. They I, referred to it as an inception of a thought, of a possibility, <laughs> or, or a theory something. Of, of, a, a, of a theory. Yeah. So I have a, an end-game theory for a couple of characters that you may or may not agree with, but this is something that I feel very strongly, and it will be a hill that I die on. <laughs> so I have a theory that by... Series finale, Derry and Katie are going to be in game. Series finale. So we're going into season nine. Realistically, we have at least nine and ten. Or we, we went through. We're about to start ten, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten, ten is the one. Ten's okay. about to come out. They've already shot eleven. And I am thinking at minimum we'll get a twelve. By the time at least twelve or whenever comes out. Derry and Katie will have hooked up in one way or another. Nice. Do you think that it's happened in 10 or 11? Or do you think that this is very, very end season thing? I think they're going... And again, this is just going based on the the latest, you know, season nine mm-hmm. and everything. I feel strongly that we will get a touch of it in season 10. Okay. And that's about... That's, <laughs> I'm going to have to... See, I've not gone through some of the later seasons again just trying to keep in line with the mm-hmm. podcast but now i'm intrigued and now i've I've just <laughs> i've picked up on a few things I don't, and i don't know if it's just the chemistry between Derry and katie that's changed a little bit more over the last season or two that i'm picking up on or just between those actors and you know it's they're starting to feel each other out a little bit but i just i i don't know i just get this feeling that something's going to happen between 
Derry and Katie. Uh, we've talked about sometimes when they have a sweet moment, because there are so few and far between. Like, oh, there was a night they high-fived or something like that. Well, you really notice it. Yeah. But sometimes, and I, I don't like thinking this way, but sometimes like when you are, people clash that much and they're kind of mean to each other. Yeah. It's because there's a little bit of sexual tension or chemistry there, mm-hmm. kind of. And so that's interesting. I wonder if it's one of those... Do you think it's soulmate like they will be long-term, they get together and stay together? Or do you think it'll be a Wayne and Tana situation where they hook up and then they're like, eh, we're probably better off as friends? Do you want the realistic answer or like the fan fiction? <laughs> what do you The, the <laughs> hill that I will die on. Kayla's fan fiction she's writing. <laughs> when we read about this on the dark web later. <laughs> the dark web, the dark web, dark web. I, the way that I would like to see it come out is there will be something minor happen and mm-hmm. then they will just build on it and I would really like to see it come from Katie towards Derry. You know what would be cool and this is just formulated this in my head is if they secretly hooked up kind of like a Chandler Monica thing where oh. they were like doing it in secret for a long time <laughs> before anybody knew and by the time everybody finds out they're completely in love with each other. That way Wayne can't kill him because I feel like Wayne might kill him. If he just casually hooks up with Katie. He might have a problem with it. But then he he couldn't if they actually love each other. See, I think out out of any of the people that Wayne knows, I think he would actually be really comfortable with Derry. Because he's his best friend. Yeah. In a way, he may be like, you know, why did you do this with Uh my sister kind of thing. But then, in comparison to a lot of the other people that Katie's been with, Derry would be a catch. Yeah. Especially with his, you know, continuously getting better and better looking hot moments that he, <laughs> that he proves us with. I don't know what it's. He is. He's getting better looking as it goes. We've even talked about trailer season ten, Derry, and he's still. He's oh yeah. He was smoldering. Yeah. We've, done, we've we've taken the time to pause and and do snippets and and shots of different things in that trailer with each other and and group te- texts and everything. And do you think that Katie? would run away from this though it's one of those things in my head where i could see her realizing she has feelings for dairy and starts going out of her way to to not run away from i think that she could and and again i think this is just we see it more in later seasons i think and it's not at the point you know obviously at this season that we're at but i think she's going to reach a point with both katie and dairy are going to reach a point with their latest relationship hurdles that they're going to see sort of a camaraderie with each other. Okay. I think a lot of Katie's relationships have been either purely physical attraction or something. She's almost a little self-sabotaging in relationships. So maybe she'll see dairy as something stable and consistent. With more substance. Yes. All right. (laughs) And again, my little fun stuff. You are somebody I could actually settle down with and, and be safe with. Life and, with. Yeah. Or continue to share a life with. Because they really have. I mean, yeah. they've known each other since they That's were true. little kids. There wouldn't be much that changes for either of them. Which I think Derry would find attractive and maybe Katie also. Because they're still basically all family. Mm-hmm. They're all hanging out with the same people all the time anyway. It's just now they might also just be having sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I wanted you to share that because... I flipped out in Adult Spelling Bee because I was yes. like, Kayla, are you clocking some of this stuff? Because it's, I mean, it's way too early and I'm sure that it, none of it meant anything, but I just 
thought that Derry was a little preoccupied. And then there was a hand-holding situation that I was like, look at this, look at this. See, I was going to try to find that because I remember you saying something about it. But that one was still playing on my in my car on the way here. So I was listening <laughs> to it, but I couldn't stop and look at it. So It's at the very end when she wins. Yeah. And it's not sexy or anything. It's not but even... But it's just like a sweet little moment. Yeah. It was really cute. But I just thought... Ah, this is this is the moment where I see I see the ball start rolling in that general direction. I see where you're coming from now. And well, I guess we can't talk about that at season nine. But <laughs> I see similarities in their situations later on, so I feel weird because there's just a lot more of me to move. I'm in a huggle, which is <laughs> it's an off brand snuggie. <laughs> and there's just a lot of me right now. You so. look like you could fall asleep anywhere anywhere <laughs> and just be comfortable you could fall asleep standing up it is very comfy but god oh it's sherpa line i know <laughs> i just want to touch it <laughs> crawl in there with her uh, you could there's enough room we're, we had to shut the heat off because it humps in the background so i thought oh, i'll probably get cold but i actually i might not i might actually get hot in this <laughs> okay i'll ask this very specific question what was your favorite episode amber my favorite one was probably we don't fight at weddings i wish i could done could have done the podcast for that one that yeah. one was that one was my favorite i think it was excellent what about you my favorite for season five is the finale the bokeh beach that's surprising to me i think you just wanted to say it <laughs> <laughs> And you're the only the one only on one here can. that can say it, so. We need you here for it. <laughs> only so it could be pronounced Megan correctly. Asked, <laughs> Megan asked if I took French, and I said, nope, I've just watched a lot of movies. <laughs> I took German, and that word, it's not the same word, but it it's pronounced very similarly to words in German, and so I thought it was Bish. It sounds... But it sounds wrong. Josh and I were joking earlier. I said, Bucket Bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I could not remember the name of that stupid episode. That's what it should be called. <laughs> Bucket um, Bitch. <laughs> I loved 5-1. I, mean, I think they just came out so strong. And I love Ronnie and Daxi. Oh, yeah. And we see i don't know it's a it's camaraderie thing you all are so surprised it's a camaraderie <laughs> thing it was a lot of fun there was dancing there was fighting there was slow-mo dairy and the whole gang and they all looked hot i don't know there's a really good supposed fight scene or just the slow-mo going up to that fight scene is probably one of the best yeah, ones. yeah. they don't you don't actually see the fight no you see the beforehand and the aftermath i did make a small note yeah the reason that Derry looks so hot in that he looks like a man. Like a man. Oh, man. He doesn't look like, oh, Derry's kind of like a cute little boy sometimes. He's kind of sweet and kind of innocent. He straight up looked like a man that was about to kick some ass, and that <laughs> made him very appealing. One of my things that, that I've touched on before, like when we're talking about the level of attractiveness, is, you know, knowing how to take care of yourself in a fight, mm -hmm. and then men in three-piece suits, mm. a well-tailored three-piece suit. Yeah. Wayne... I'm telling you, when he ripped that coat off yeah. and was walking towards purpose, I was it's like, oh, my God. slide over here, boys. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, bother. Yeah. For, I, I know, sorry, Josh, not to go episode by episode, but they call them Dax and Ronsford. So I don't know if that is his full first Ronsford. name. <laughs> That's so cute. Because I was like, oh, hey, is that his real name? Because, you know, Daxie and Ronnie, but Dax and Ronsford. 
Dan says it in episode one. I didn't even catch one. that. Mm-hmm. That's why I wrote it down, because we've gone back <laughs> and forth. Do you think that's real, or is it the equivalent no of like idea. someone calling me Hubie Face or something at school? <laughs> See, or, I don't know. Or Franzi. Or... Yeah, because sometimes if Persephone's crying, which Persephone is a pretty big-sounding name anyway, but mm-hmm. I'll call her... We call her Seffy as like a nickname. I'll call her Sefferson, like Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wonder if it Ronsford, like he's trying to make it sound a little fancier because he's being fancy at I a wedding. I could see him doing but, that. Yeah. And on the other side of that, what was your least favorite episode? It was either Hard Right Jay or the maybe the back to back to back. Not, and I can't. I wish I had gotten back to that one because I just couldn't really remember it. I didn't dislike either of them. They just weren't my favorite of the season. Yeah. And what about you? Mine was probably the old college try. Oh, really? Was my least favorite. Mine was pissing me off in that one. (laughs) (laughs) It was either that or, and I know that Josh and I had a really fun time doing it, but Hard Ride J was not my favorite of this season either. Yeah. I watched that one in particular today, and his diatribes, I just had to keep making myself focus because I just wanted to check out. I hate people like that. Yeah. And I think that's what annoyed me about the episode. It's not that the episode wasn't a good, like, not well written or not well acted. He, as a character, is so... He does such a good job. But... Yeah, I know somebody like that in real life that's very, not necessarily hard right, but deep conspiracy theory. Everything has to be just bucked against and you just, I don't, yeah. and I don't like that person. <laughs> so I think that I just kind of brought some personal angst into it. Like, I'm not going to like this one because I don't like you. Yeah, I hated the character and yeah. so it brought, but when I was outside of the little bits that he was doing even inside where he wasn't just monologuing at people Mm -hmm. there was really funny stuff it was just really hard to get around i think and god bless you for taking the episode (laughs) (laughs) and you all did a really good job we we talk about how we really have to dig down deep when we don't like episodes, <laughs> and you all did a great job. And sometimes the podcast comes out a lot better than the episode (laughs) as far as you know as far as we think but Do you all have a favorite character for this season? You know, I really liked Riley this season. Which, you know, I like Riley every season. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we're so shocked. (laughs) Yes, yes. But he had so many good little one-liners and I really liked him. Even as a separate entity from Riley and Jonesy, I liked Riley a lot this season. What about you? I really liked Dan. Uh, yeah. I thought Dan it's had a lot of. I thought Dan Jesus. had a lot of good physical comedy this season, mm-hmm. and I just I liked the way he looked in a lot of scenes, and he just I feel like he really contributed to the overall episodes, even in the minor cold opens or anything that he was included in. He just he really good added. in that hotel room too. He did. <laughs> he looked like he meant business. I mean, obviously everyone you're supposed to focus on Wayne, but you know, looking at Dan and Derry. You think, oh, all right. <laughs> I think any occasion where a man can pull off a can kilt. actually pull off mm. a kilt, but not just that, stand as his own next to Wayne. Obviously, Wayne's always going to look good and be strong and be able to kick ass. But when they look intimidating too, yeah, even there, right next to Wayne, yep, you know something's going right. Yes, I was between two. I think Tannis might be my favorite this season, which is a big deal because she came in super hot for me. 
to have to deal with. Yeah, I don't she like, had to grow on you a little bit. She did. I don't like people being mean. And she was so mean to Stuart that, you know, the episode where everyone was trying to fight. But I think that she was given kind of a raw deal in Old College Try. And she was doing her best, just trying to make everything work. It, it was kind of... Murder. She was trying to cheat with Wayne, I'll say that. I don't really love that about her, but she wasn't the one in the relationship. And she just talked to Wayne like an adult after they realized, hey, this wasn't going to work. I yeah. liked that. I, I felt like she was trying to give it the Old College Try. It's just kind of see where it goes. Yeah. But Wayne was trying to find reasons for it not to work yeah i think he was trying to make it something it wasn't ever going to be able to be well and i think that the two of them each independently just had different ideas of what that relationship was going to be yeah and and i don't think any of us would have been able to really understand how it wouldn't have worked until we saw that it wasn't going to work yeah Yeah. because it the idea of them in your head is like oh they'd be cute but then to actually see them try to sit down and eat a meal together in that context like oh yeah probably not yeah. but they did handle it super well when oh, they both yeah. were like hey this, this way. is what it is you see the elephant you mean next to the bus crash that's the one yeah i see it you want to talk about it let's talk about it and right. she kicked ass in episode three she actually got in there and punched jay oh, out man. which i like that turquoise ring i know she's very beautiful feminine looking hands but then she handled her business yeah. so. then she can lay a punch out yeah mm-hmm. well and josh and i had that conversation in that episode was we've really kind of seen the the evolution of Tannis as yeah. a character mm-hmm. and at the first season she really was just rough. rough she had she Those had hickeys oh yeah <laughs> and, her ha- and we really noticed how her hair even was like the biggest personification really getting into really really deep stuff here but her hair was just kind of long and straggly and just dirty looking and in the latest season it's bouncy and it looks like she's taking care she's taking care of herself yeah. and she's really kind of gained more confidence and more power that way and i could see that like yeah. she's grown as a character but she's also grown as a person i guess that's you know her character is that person but she's getting different types of storylines and airtime yeah for the character but her character is growing as a person yeah. that's what i mean <laughs> and my runner-up was dairy just because he normally just pisses me off all season, and he's done so good this season. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. He hasn't been doing all of his gross... I don't really remember any gross stuff. Even done. Tannis brings it up, but he didn't do it as much this season. Exactly. Yeah. And he looked hot on a more consistent basis this yeah. season. So. <laughs> even in coveralls. <laughs> exactly. There was a whole season, maybe even two seasons, where every episode we were like, Derry's just pissing me off again. And yeah, he really has grown a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Growth. <laughs> Growth. I'm and here for it. Least favorite character. Hmm. Maybe. See, this one's hard because usually it's Mrs. McMurray, but she didn't even. And even yeah. McMurray didn't bother me. Like, he was. He's he kind of doofy. But... Up there for, like. We didn't even get Gail in this season. I know. She wasn't here at all, was she? She was yeah. on her singles retreat. Maybe Stuart. If we're doing side characters, hard right, Jay? Yeah. But (laughs) if it's, you know, like our our main people, maybe Stuart. Stuart was mine, too. Yeah. Just because he was such a dick in this season. He was, yeah. He He was a dick most of the time. But he also wasn't very interesting to me most of the season. Yeah. yeah, well, he, he didn't do a whole lot for me. Yeah, even the even the sideline, like the side plot of the dark web, yeah. it didn't really 
serve much. I feel like it didn't really serve much of a big purpose yeah. to the whole mm-hmm. season. I mean, it just kind of drug along and it brought Gay back to us. But other than that, and she wasn't there for much. Yeah, I don't like and Gay. Gay's my least favorite. Is she? You don't? Like I know you. I know we only see her for like thirty seconds, but yeah, Gay's not my favorite. Tell me more. I don't like her. I think she's a manipulator and a user, and I feel like she's on Katie's level with trying to use Stuart. Her whole posture just changed. My arms have crossed. <laughs> yeah, I'm tapping my foot. Her body it, language. <laughs> I know you can't she see me. <laughs> I know you can't see me right now, but my hair's pulled back, and I'm at that level of hateful librarian who's going to tell you to shut up in the stacks okay question though is this because of later situations or is this because of up to this point i didn't like her before okay i don't believe that any one person should have that much power and influence over others she does kind of come in and take reign that's that's my first thing that's the first problem i have with gay a a (laughs) number a (laughs) number a Number trace. The second thing with Gay that I don't like is she can just come in and have that much power and influence over Stuart and Rold. Yeah. She tagged. And don't mess with Rold. No, he's so sweet. He's the one saving grace out of that whole basement of degenerates. (laughs) Can we change our answers? Rold is my favorite. Okay, sorry. But also in that scene where she's there after they bring Stuart back from rehab, Uh she just has a look like... Yep, this is going to work out well for me. I feel like she just knows that, yep, this was worth the effort. He's going to help me do a lot of stuff. Oh, man. And I don't know if that's because we know what happens in future seasons and everything, but I just, something about that, the way she shot that look at him just rubbed me the wrong way. I get that. Well, my least favorite hot take was Wayne because... He was a close second for me. Of least favorite? Yeah. He pissed me off in Old Coster, which I, I mean, I went off that whole episode about how I, I was just pissed off with the way he acted with Tannis. I was very much in, on her side in the way that, you know, mm. you don't say what girls should do. And he didn't, he wasn't necessarily, but he did come in with this expectation of, okay, we're going to try to date now, so you, you're going to be different. You're going to be different. And that, mm, that bothers <laughs> me so much. Hashtag triggered. Because there really yeah. was no reciprocation of you know, these are my expectations. What are your expectations of me? Yes. They they really should have talked that out <laughs> a little bit more. I don't like the way their whole thing started anyway. He can't. He went in with an expectation that he should try because he almost cheated. And I don't think that's a good reason to try to start to date someone either. But the, the thing that got... Because he got a little bit better. He was okay in the middle of the season. And then the... the pronounce it again. Bucket. Bucky Beach. Okay. <laughs> that one. He was pissing me off because he, I just hate when people are mean to our boys. And it wasn't just him, to be fair, but he just be pissed me off because they just want to be helpful and nice and they just want to be involved. And he's just always like, I don't even know your name, bud. And just treating them like crap. And it, I mean, they're always helpful. But Katie and, did that too. Uh, Katie's. <laughs> she's down on the ladder rungs I as mean, well. She's yeah, not doing right, great. Right when they, right when she was like, you know, oh, who's gonna, who's gonna drive? And then they, they showed up, and she's like, Pete and repeat. Yeah. And I mean, she's not. She's definitely not been my favorite this season either. I think I just was so possibly triggered by <laughs> episode two. And he didn't mean to gaslight her, I guess, but it just sucks going through that whole thing where you both think this is what's gonna happen. And you, you then realize, oh, we did not 
even talk about this. I feel like they went in not to see what it would be like to date each other, but to see what it would be like to be married. Like, yeah. they went in trying to act they... like they were a married couple, not, oh, hey, we're just starting to date in a relationship. Like, yeah. they tried to start on step five rather than step one. It felt unfun immediately. Yeah. Why couldn't they show them, like, having a night out at the bar? Yeah. Or at the Ukrainian center or something. Something more like board. a more realistic... Even I feel like Tannis even would, if they do you went, think Tannis would go for ice cream? I don't though. know. Okay, yeah. As soon as I said that, I thought about the super soft date. Uh, okay, going and having going and doing a cookout, or I bet she could go hunting or fishing or go four wheeling and oh, like, yeah. would enjoy any of those activities, or going out and drinking. Yeah, because even, these things that they already know they have in common. Because even Rosie did that with Wayne. Yeah. That's what I was just thinking. I, Rosie, who never wanted to do anything, did some of those things with yeah, Wayne. Yeah, take her to the fishing shack and go fishing and eat some deer jerky or what do they eat? Yeah. Pepperettes. Yeah, the pepperettes. And we never saw Wayne and Rosie spend time together alone. And I'm just very curious how that was. Hmm. It felt like all they did was... I bet they could sit in silence and be okay. Well, they had Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. <laughs> a little crave and misbehave. Crave and misbehave. <laughs> Netflix and chill. Amazon Primes and sexy times. YouTube and lube. Stream it and cream it, bud. Hulu and you screw. PlayStation View and I service you. Little Project Free TV and you service me. Little Pirate Bay with some sexual spray. Couple of torrent sites minus the bed lights. I'll be a little satellite and an overnight. A little satellite and tickle fight. Direct TV and a menage all three. HBO and a go. <laughs> okay, do you all want to go through the episodes? Just a little... I promise Josh I'll be very quick. <laughs> I limited myself to one page, but just quick thoughts on, we already said we like episode one. So episode what are your thoughts one. on episode one? Uh, episode one overall was my favorite. I put that McMurray's hair does look fake in that episode because I know we've gone back and forth. Oh, it's really because I thought that it looked real. That one looks straight up fake to me. Like it looks like a shell of fake curls on his head. I think it just had so much product in it. Maybe. Riley's hair continues. looks great. Yes, we'll just never know. Yeah, overall, I gave that one an eight, I which did, is pretty high for me. I, I would want to be accurate and go back and listen <laughs> to what I said, but I did not rewrite down everything. What did you think about episode one? I loved episode one. Like you said, it comes out really strong right mm-hmm. out of the gate. You get to see all of the main characters that you love. Riley looked so good Riley in that man so bun. In that man bun. Man, mm. he just needs to wear man buns more often. It's- I agree. <laughs> I Riley's hair is made for a bun. Wrote it down. The one, the <laughs> one thing, the song that they used. I know Josh would all, would know it off the top of his head, but the one that they danced, F the, the one that away. they danced. Yeah, f the pain away. <laughs> I was rewatching it, and Scarlett was like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> I was like, "Not for you." <laughs> love the beat. Hate the lyrics. Yeah, the lyrics were pretty grody for me. Yeah, I I love the beat too, and I. I love their dance scene. It was so fun. Oh, yeah. Their commitment to the craft was excellent. <laughs> I wrote down a question because Josh said I was dumb and that this wasn't the case. And you all are probably going to think I'm silly, too. But I said when we did this episode, if you if you ignored the personality of the idiots, I think they're good looking. They're actually cute to me. Yeah. Okay. Two of them are. The one in the bow tie and the one that usually was standing in the middle. The other one, no. But the one in the bow tie was actually really hot until he opened his mouth, especially when they started laughing. Yeah. But he looks a little bit like Damon Salvatore. <laughs> a little yeah. Bit. If he doesn't speak. As soon yeah. as he starts with speaking. his eyebrows. Yeah. Well, that's he, what I told him. I said, okay, just imagine they never talked. Yeah. <laughs> no, the 
He he especially I thought was good looking. <laughs> okay, sorry Josh, I gotta agree with Megan. <laughs> I thought the one that wore the, the that wore the suit jacket the whole time he reminded me of Patrick from Schitt's Creek. Oh, a I can see bit. that too. Yeah, and he's good looking too. No, I will not accept that. And that suit jacket was velvet, and I thought it was very cute. I I said velvet bow tie, but I was wrong. It was a velvet blazer that he had on. It was very cute. And I do have one thing to to add to this. When I first started watching Letter Kenny. That scene, that slow-mo walk scene where Dax and Ron start walking and you see the girls walking slow-mo up the hallway uh-huh. and everything. That was the one of the very, very first scenes that I watched on YouTube that got me hooked <laughs> like, on, the, on this. I, I was like, find out what who this are is. these people? <laughs> and what is this Who's about? Who's the guy in the kilt? Why do I already like him? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why will he be my favorite? Yeah, it's like you can watch this scene and already know who's team you're on even with no context you know these guys deserve to get beat up yep (laughs) who is your favorite and why is it dan and then the last question for episode one is i said how dad is your all suit i feel like i would have a very dad suit (laughs) all right so nate and i are going to a concert on thursday okay i used to have great concert outfits i mean if i was going to a show i looked amazing (laughs) and i mean that as completely conceited as it can be. Now I'm like, oh God, I have absolutely nothing that I could wear to a con. Like, I'm probably going to wear something like this and be like a sore mom thumb sticking out. <laughs> no. We're going to see Hailstorm and Evanescence. Oh, and wow. so like, I have nothing hip. And I know the word hip is not even cool to say anymore. <laughs> like, Evanescence was never hip. Yeah, it was a, a, like It's okay. The people who are going to be there to see Evan- Ev- Evanescence won't be called hip either. Well, true enough. I have nothing, I have nothing that I could wear to that show that will make me look like I fit in at that show. <laughs> but it's okay. I have a seat. So I'm going to sit and Don't I'm going to drink my, my beer and I'm going to look at Lizzie Hale and Amy Lee and just be living my best life in my mom clothes. So I am I'm going to dad groan when I stand up from my seat at the concert. <laughs> I am seat at a concert years old also. Yes. <laughs> and I am all about it. Nate said, we have seats, right? Yes, he's like, oh, good. <laughs> I was a walking oxymoron at the last concert that I went to because I went to see, it was Three Days Grace, uh, Five Finger Death Punch, <laughs> and a couple of, of other people that I can't remember, but I was five months pregnant. <gasps> I oh my love gosh. it. I mean, just rocking so hard, <laughs> like five months <laughs> pregnant with my son. And the last set of concerts that I went to before that, I went to Louder Than Life and I was over four months pregnant <laughs> with my first child. <laughs> so yeah, we, we rock it. Oh. Let's see. The last show we saw was Mumford and Sons. So I had all my like, <laughs> folksy clothes there and I was fine. But as far as my rockery clothes, I just don't fit in them the way that I used to. <laughs> just cut up a shirt and call it fringe. Hmm, I might have to. We're very eclectic. Yes. <laughs> very eclectic in the booth today. That reminds me to tell you something in- afterwards the podcast it's not podcast related at all but i need to talk to you about it while you're here (laughs) my suit is so dad it wears white new balances to mow the grass oh she went there yeah nice i I have dad shoes and they are awesome they are awesome they're so comfy yes i've definitely reached that comfort over style point in my life i told my mother-in-law that all of my clothes could double as pajamas if needed. I could go to bed wearing any of my clothes and sleep comfortably. <laughs> my goal every day I go to work is... <laughs> my goal every day. How, how can I 
sneak in a pajama outfit <laughs> to work and no one noticed and or say anything. Nice. Okay, so episode two, old college try. What do y'all think? All right, so I did put that this episode gave us two quotables. L.A. L.A. And L.A. 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 Thank you. L.A. And Dark Web. That was uh, Tannis trying and Wayne looking for excuses. Overall, I gave it a seven and a half, a hard seven and a half. And I really? put that. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, okay, let's make it a face. <laughs> I think I gave this one. Oh, I'm not even going to guess. I'm going to get it wrong. I, I don't think I gave it as high as you did either. Well, and I'm starting to feel like maybe I rated it too high. They're both looking at me like I'm crazy. Maybe I went in feeling generous. I was just so happy to be back, back <laughs> watching them and scoring them again. But I wrote that San Antonio has good tacos, too. I, I liked <laughs> And the Smokies all, have good hiking. So. I really liked, uh, I in your defense, I really liked all the stuff not related to the main story. <laughs> I liked the guys, our boys, and then I liked the little offshoot scenes that were talking about L.A. LA, LA. And tacos. Somebody say L.A.? Yeah, with this little taco. <laughs> He's so cute. Okay, I'm going to change my answer to a soft seven. <laughs> Uh, what do you what do you think about it? I would I wouldn't give it any higher than a seven. Okay. Yeah, and I think it is just the storyline of Wayne and Tannis together, just in that context, that brings it down for me. Everything else was fine. I think it was necessary for Wayne and mm-hmm. Tannis to have that uncomfortable scene, but I think the audience was screaming out for you know, let them date, let them date, and then <laughs> that's just it. This yeah, is why it they like, don't need to. I think that we all needed to feel that disappointment, like that necessary disappointment like, yeah. and seeing that uh, they weren't going to work. We like, get it now. Thanks. We're we're over it now. <laughs> At least okay. you tried. Yeah. <laughs> you tried to. <laughs> I really liked recording this episode. Josh always gives me crap about it now because this is the episode that I thought Coast Guard Zodiac was a hockey position <laughs> and it's a boat. <laughs> Uh, a different ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is your all ship? I would I would have been out of that back and forth after two boats because I have I know no boats. Ooh. Dinghy. Pontoon. <laughs> Kayak. What 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 would represent me as a ship or what would I like just, as a just ship? Just knowing ships. Like I know no boats. Oh, you're, no. you're a luxury steamliner. I am a barge. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Titanic. I would have already been down. See, Nate would be good at that. He worked at a marina for like a decade, so he would know. He but, could have him uh, down. Yeah. No, I don't know a lot of boat names. And then we meet. This is where we meet Jay, but we don't have to deal with him yet, really. <laughs> we Thank don't. God. I took that over for you. And then we meet Betty Ann and Marianne for the first time. Oh, they're chirping. Yes. I will say, though, I like watching them go back and forth. I think it's funny, but I think it's mean, too. Like, they do low blow shots. And I preferred the lineup of the previous hockey team um, when they would go, when the guys would go down their line and introduce the next one to say his piece. I thought that running joke mm-hmm. was a bit funnier than the girls back and forth. Not that I don't like the girls back and forth. The ladies. <laughs> women. The women. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Because <laughs> they are funny. I miss Yorkie. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I think they're very well written characters. For the short time they have. I think that it would be hard to say those things and not break. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> and I always forget about, Co- I mean, Coach is there all throughout the season, but he's just, he's very tangential. He's like on the 
outskirts of what's going on, but my one of my favorite parts of this episode I wrote down was not sure if it's the lighting, but I'm not seeing any gains. I'm going to go out and try that again. Because they're so pumped up to come in thinking they're going to be on the hockey team again. They're going to be gonna top make, dogs. Make again. Coach proud, buddy. Exactly. He's just so, He shoots them down immediately. And it's sad, <laughs> but it's funny. And that's it. We, I, well, I guess we don't really lose, but we don't get Ronnie and Daxie anymore the rest of the season. I guess we lose Ronnie and Daxie and yet gain. Betty Ann and Marianne. Betty Ann and Marianne. That's good, Marianne. Impressive creativity. Couple of hens clucking away. Especially for a girl who had to start kindergarten two years late because she couldn't grasp coloring. I have plenty of good ideas, Betty Ann. Like convincing your dad to get a vasectomy. Episode three, Hard Right Jay. Thoughts and feelings. I didn't write down much for that one. It was one of those ones that it is what it is. It's part of the season. It wasn't awful. It just wasn't my favorite. What are <laughs> your favorites, isn't it? You're about to, I see it on your face, Kayla. No, it's not. I, well, I'm biased on a certain level because I did this one with Josh. <sighs> so I just keep remembering like how fun the podcast was, <laughs> how, fun, how fun it was because we went on so many left fields with, with different, with different scenes and it was just, what episode? <laughs> what Hard Rock J? <laughs> I will say that the fight scene in the Hard Rock J episode was really good. It is funny. Because the, the opera music just added to it. It made it so much more theatrical and and comedic. And then you had Tannis who actually, like, you know, threw that right hook. And it was just amazing. Yeah. And When you have, like, a fight scene or something that's scary and you have intense music playing, mm-hmm. that's, you know, it fits. It's a given. But there's something that makes it magical when yeah. it's that soft or powerful opera music. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a very nice touch. It was a good call. I will say that I wish that they had thrown... That would have been an opportunity to throw Riley and Jonesy into that mix as well. Yeah. I feel like they could have added and it would have been a little bit... Just more. Yeah. Just more in a better way. <laughs> they have a, a good way of elevating things. They look good fighting as well. <laughs> That's Some they do. might say. And I'm yes. Might say that also. You are correct. <laughs> you might say, I might say, Kayla might say. <laughs> Tis a fact. I liked the Rough Riders commentary in this episode. Like, okay, bet on the letter can hear Rough Riders or whatever Rough Riders said. I'll take that bet. They're against the whatever Rough Riders. The other Rough Riders. And everyone likes to root for a Rough Rider, apparently. And I wrote the last note I put for episode three is I hate people that come in. <laughs> you paused. It was like, I hate people. <laughs> I hate people. End of sentence. I, well, I just hate people that, and they mention it in this episode, and they're making a commentary on it, obviously, that come into something that is none of their business. It doesn't affect them in any way, and they get up in arms about it, and it, it makes me mad because Jay's doing that with this whole Chiefs thing. They obviously don't care to change it, and he's going to be irate about it for some reason. It, he doesn't even live in Letterkenny. She doesn't even go here. <laughs> he's not from there. It doesn't affect him. None of the people in the town care that it's okay. They're changing it. That's great. That's whatever. It's time. And it's a valid reason to change it. Yeah. And he's, yeah, trying to create drama when there would have been none. <laughs> I'm going to troll. I'm going to <laughs> That actor is so fun. I like. I love him. Oh yeah. But the character, yeah, can't stand it. And I just. What do you think about their their uniforms? Which, they're those khaki uniforms and tiki torches. <laughs> With the Letterman the jackets. The tiki torches. That was funny. <laughs> there was funny things. It just 
that's just it. Like it was a lot. There were a lot of little things that added up to make it a better episode than mm-hmm. what it actually was. I feel. Yeah. Stuart said he talks even more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things, though, it comes from Roald, is I identify as a wood nymph. <laughs> He's so, I love him. He is so precious. He's a treasure. He is precious, yes. Okay, so what are we on now? Episode four, Letter Kenny Spelling Bee. The spelling bee that we have never heard of before that is so important to Katie. Right. And he says she's been doing it since she was a kid, but it's the adult spelling bee. (laughs) Did you even catch that? There was a few things I caught, so that was one of them. Another one is there it's the cold open they're drinking at the place Mm -hmm. and bonnie says oh this place could be run on on our system and the last one we say is wayne bartending is he just helping himself literally he's probably just doing it on the honor system like he's pouring drinks and leaving money but bonnie says that in this episode like it's such an easy gig it could be run on an honor system i was like oh they did say something and then wayne calls them riley and jonesy he knows their names he says their names. Ugh. I wrote it in all caps because it pissed me off. Because he says, Riley and Jones, I can't spell for Ruta. And it's like, oh, you know their names when you're not talking to them. Or you're... Nice you said that. Yeah. All right. That was my two big takeaways. Dan or Derry for a fight. <laughs> that part was so funny to me. I feel like Dan would be more likely to knock Derry out with one punch. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it came to a scrap, maybe Derry. I'm going to say Derry for the sole reason of it would rem- the, that fight, I think, would remind me of the scene in The Princess Bride where he jumps on the guy's back and basically chokes him out. I was literally about to <laughs> say that. Derry jumping on Dan's back and just getting him in a chokehold, and that's the only way he would really take Dan. Say, Dan. But he wouldn't care to do that. Dan like, could knock Derry out with a punch, but if Derry made it around to Dan's back, he could choke him out. <laughs> Yes, I went under. Derry would be agree. wiry enough to like get around him yes. really quickly. Even though Dan is the wind. <laughs> the wind. <laughs> he is, yes, he is apparently the wind. If what it a- was a foot race, Dan <laughs> all the way. I mean, obviously. <laughs> okay, Tyson or Joint Boy? I love that they knocked each other out. <laughs> I, because I, that would be a hard, I would say Joint Boy because he's a furta brick house. He, he would be hard Not that Tyson's- to knock out not in incredibly great shape and intimidating but joint boy's just solid yeah. yeah oh he's solid he looks solid he looks like you you could punch him and it wouldn't phase him i feel like he would be like oh you hit me i yeah. didn't notice like he might not even feel it it may not register depending on how high he is <laughs> possibly <laughs> oh my gosh i I know this is super random, but I just have to reiterate again. Josh is like, okay, shut up about that blue dress. I loved that chick's blue dress in this episode. It was Stuart's groupie. Oh, God. It was so cute. I didn't like them, so I think I kind of like... They were mean to our boys. <laughs> zoned them out. I don't like people who are like, I'm only going to sleep with you because of this thing. Mm-hmm. Power grab kind of thing. So that just... yeah. I don't know. I never liked any of those girls in, like, the Fast and Furious movies. They're like, oh, win this race and I'll go home with you. <laughs> Stop it. Have more self-respect than that. Close your legs. You're not like, a trophy. No one likes you that much, exactly. Jennifer. <laughs> Is Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> Poor Jennifer. Never. She's probably burned up Wait. in the fire. 
who was the one in the in the onesie in the jumper? Is that not Jennifer? What was, was that, her name? No, was uh, it Jennifer? No, what was her name? Ferda. <laughs> I don't know. It was something like this. Stephanie Josh, look or... it up and plug it here. Shyla and Shania. Becky I know, or I know there's I a Bianca know. Donk <laughs> and an Alley Cat. <laughs> what was that? Ferda. Girl's name. I can't remember. <laughs> Jessica. 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 You I, were close. I was so close. You were so close. <laughs> basically the same. <laughs> They're basically the same person. Oh, my God. And then the only other big standout. Okay, two big things. I'm sorry, Josh. I'm trying so hard to limit myself. <laughs> Riley and Jonesy, again, are just absolutely adorable because Jonesy goes in to try to spell broski. And I I don't know. It's just I can't so spell cute. anything, bud. <laughs> I know. He's like, you got this, bud. You got this. I'm going in for broski. I mean, sorry, bosky. Which is, it was such an easy word. And I, I wanted him it to do good. Me. It's two things that Riley said. Again, he was my favorite this season. When he's like, I don't think there's an R in broski. <laughs> that one. And then at the end when he's reading Coach's text and he says... Fucking embracing. Figure it out. <laughs> Those killed me. But I they're adorable. It. They're so well he's acted. Like he, it's almost like that dairy-like innocence when yeah, you love dairy when he's being innocent. You're so cute and dumb sometimes. I just want to pet your beautiful hair. He's also the one that asked for them to use the word hockey in the sentence. <laughs> oh, they're so freaking cute. I think Tannis is the winner of that episode, though. Oh. Like, she came in clutch with when that, she, she that recorder. She had, <laughs> she had her dramatic moment. I love when she spells it. That was good. Do either of you know what triskaidekaphobia is? It's the fear of the number 13. 13. Yeah. <laughs> the is fear it? of triscuits. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh, and then the the last thing was just the handhold at the end of that Which I episode. Missed again. It's, it's, I'm, I'm telling like, you, I'm telling you, we're starting I, the mound of the hill in which I will die. <laughs> I flipped out when I saw it because we had had that conversation towards the beginning of the season or the end of last season. And, and then I saw this in this season and I was like, Kayla, uh, there it is. <laughs> this season, or this season, that episode overall wasn't my favorite it wasn't it wasn't bad i it yeah. wasn't my least favorite of the season but some of the lines in it like riley's lines and then there's a point where tyson who is usually moderately funny to me but usually mm-hmm. doesn't make me laugh out loud funny but he says he's talking to joint boy and he's like you smoked like 21 gram joints already how are you still conscious or something like that every time i heard him say it i laughed out loud <laughs> was great <laughs> that episode reminded me a lot of the talent show episode of season four oh. which wasn't one of my favorites of season four see either. i feel like it was one of those that you had a lot of opportunity but they didn't take full advantage of everyone maybe i was really bummed out i felt like we could have used glenn in the audience and i oh feel like gosh. that would have been amazing I, I think so too i think they really missed it they didn't use glenn a whole lot this season at all he was very in very little of this season he's in two scenes of back to back to back they do the rehab part with him and he for me is obvious you know he's one of my favorites he carries the team a lot yeah (laughs) because he can be in 30 seconds and make it amazing he can come in with one line or something small and it's just elevated yeah i think he would have been great as an audience member random 
Jim Dickens normally pisses me off, and he was kind of funny for me this episode. He I, was funny in the wedding episode, too, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> These are all Brooks Dunn songs. I didn't know they had any other songs. I love that. Gosh, Don't that... want to come to blows over uh, a boogie. Yes. <laughs> Especially a boot scooting boogie. I still, every time, and he was, he was walking around, <laughs> and I thought, I mean, you, you see him with Rald. And he's just so, he's so big. He's so tall and Rawls kind of a smaller dude. And he's just neck straight up talking to him. After he talks to, this is going back to the first episode, sorry. But he steps down off the stage and I think one of the other skids, Darian or the other one, Mm -hmm. I forget, is like sitting on the ground in front of the booth. And he says, ma'am. And like walks (laughs) off. And it's just such a small little part. But it was one of those things like, that was funny. It's really well done. Gosh, it's just so funny. Because he was so polite and proper about it. <laughs> I, I I loved his, this is a spelling bee, not a spelling talk. <laughs> he was so irate about his spelling bee and the etiquette in which it is yes. done. <laughs> that degenerate gambling. <laughs> uh, which Tannis was being a little bit of a degenerate, but so was Coach and Tyson. So. Yes. Okay. Episode five, back to back. This back. is where my notes end. Okay. That's fine. So I really like this one, though. It's it's mostly all about Riley and Jonesy trying to get the girls to win a championship. And they're dealing with the Shorzy situation. Yeah. Shorzy pissed me off in this one. Which, oh. I, that's kind of his purpose. To piss like, people off. Yeah. He, for me, as a character, is hilarious. And I love him. But he pisses me off, too. Yeah. So. This is the one we did where we it starts out where Gus is pooping all over the house. Wayne's letting Gus poop all over the house, basically. All those Uh, candy bars that we're eventually going to cry. Such a bummer, though. He's a bad boy. It's a bad boy. (laughs) He's adorable. (laughs) He's adorable. Gus is adorable, and Wayne's adorable, and Wayne is pretty adorable in this scene. For as irritating as he's been kind of been the last few seasons, Mm -hmm. when he puts him in that (laughs) chokehold, that that head bar, is Katie, okay. I'm going in. Wish me luck. (laughs) And Dan's... I'm joking. I'm sorry. There were so many good little one lines Well, Dan's improv uh, with... Yeah. Please look at me when I'm talking to you guys. (laughs) That was great. You can almost see Jared start to get a smirk with different parts of that. Like, if you look close enough, you're like, oh, oh, you're about to break. And I love when there are so many people who do comedy that work on a show together, mm-hmm. and they can, they do have that freedom to throw in some improv here yeah. and there. Obviously, there needs to be structure and a script and everything for a TV show, but when you can add those little bits, you really get to kind of see them shine yeah. as their own comedic entity. I love seeing, try almost catching them break. When the coach laughs in Letterkenny Spelling Bee. The maniacal. <laughs> yes, the Riley's face is just, you can tell that, I mean, you just see the back of it. You just see, like, his jaw. But you can tell he is not holding it together at all. But they're not focused on him because it's, it's Mark's scene, and it's so funny. And when, in that same one, when Wayne goes and he's, he rips his shirt. <laughs> Pick up someone your own size. Dan is trying really hard to keep it together. <laughs> I love catching those. Yes. So they lie about Shorzy and 
I mean, I guess they lie about it. They lie and say that he said some stuff he didn't, but it's not stuff that he wouldn't have said. So I don't feel yeah. that bad about it. Yeah. I know you kind of were. I don't like lying, but I mean, uh, yeah. they don't need to be dating him anyway. No, they don't. Especially when he's so busy with Riley and Jonesy's moms. Yeah. <laughs> God. That was some more Riley little bits of gold he's almost got glenn gold going on for me when he when they were telling him about what they said and i think i said this in the last podcast but when he's like i was like man what like oh god oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're they're uh, indignant voices <laughs> that they have. oh my gosh guys <laughs> oh can't be saying that man. oh they're so bad at acting like they're so bad at pretend acting yes. it was cute katie worked her way up a little bit in this episode for me because she was being a good friend to Stuart where she was worried about him going to rehab, which he needed to do, but not for the dark web necessarily. Right. <laughs> but what did you all think about it overall? Overall, I liked it. Too much fun. <laughs> I, I mean, can't remember what I gave that one either. I think I gave it a, a seven. It's mostly just a hockey game. And that's that's mostly all that happens, really. Yeah. Hockey game and how they want it. Well, and I think... I just had this thought when I was watching that episode. You kind of see how they use the hockey and the rehab, the timeline together. Because the you can tell, like, rehab... In, should take a should, while. Should take, you know, yeah. 30 to 60 <clears> days. <throat> so, in that appropriate amount of time, they probably... The hockey teams probably could have gone through... Eight or nine significant yeah. games to, you know, be on a streak like that. Yeah. We mentioned that because we said it felt like it was two days. Yeah. Like, did he just do the quickest rehab ever or... <laughs> was Glenn uh, in charge of that rehab or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I liked the... I've never done this because I've not been to... I, I think it's only a thing you could really do at... A, hockey game but i want to throw a broom on an ice rink (laughs) (laughs) i would have to go find a place that i guess where they swept to the championship but i just i need to do that now it's on my list it's on my list be able to throw something out onto a skating rink and then our boys are running around in suits this whole episode so that's always a plus a plus Mm -hmm. for me they win the championship they're given the little trophy coach steals it from them immediately he's so happy too <laughs> yeah and then they have that little scene where our boys are super happy for a second and then it's immediately ruined by their moms <sighs> oh shorzy oh shorzy <laughs> and then fil- the season finale bucket beach <laughs> yeah. so what y'all think about episode six i love that episode yeah i do it's just a good collaborative episode where you get to see everyone everyone important or everyone that you would want to see our episode for that one's not out yet and we mentioned it is a good camaraderie episode i'll i'll give you that but it felt like people were missing for well for me i'll I'll speak for me just because i'm missing glenn i'm kind of i'm a little bit missing (laughs) mrs mcmurray and bonnie and and gail even though gail's not wasn't in this whole season at all yeah Mm-mm. which i never realized until paying attention super hard through this whole you know rewatch of the season but i enjoyed it i didn't lot. miss gail this season as much as i missed glenn and glenn was there but you know uh, mcmurray was one of my favorites in that episode 
Wait, yeah. and he's never one like he was my favorite yeah not one of my favorite he was my favorite in that episode most improved yeah yes. i just love how he is with the frenchman yeah like <laughs> super aggressive <laughs> super <is>. aggressive <laughs> super assertive like mon frere <laughs> <laughs> That and little old man was so creepy. The little old guy. Yeah, he's like, I know I don't look like I would get girls, but sometimes uh, I feel like I wake up and there's girls everywhere. Oh my gosh. He was so inappropriate. Well then. All right. Well, can I have my change, please? I think I like McMurray when he's with the guys more, almost like when he feels included. Because mm-hmm. when it's when Mrs. McMurray is around, they're a collective unit, as they should be. Yeah. Yeah. But they're a bit too much, and I don't really like. She's a lot, and when he's with her, he's a lot, and he was still a lot. But he just made me laugh. Ferda, he was funny in this he episode. He was so good. That ninja kick, yes, <laughs> yeah. that like Spartan. Spartan. Yes, <laughs> this is McMurray. <laughs> uh, a question I wrote down though was, what happened to all that money they just raised for this wedding? I don't know if they mm. call off the wedding at the what you call it. Yeah, I wonder what does happen to it. Do you it. spend it on alcohol? Do you get a refund? What do you do? Do you refund all the people that came? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Wayne dropped a, at least, he paid for the tickets, then he dropped another hundred on them. Oh, and it depends, I guess, on how much tickets per person are. Seems like five or ten dollars wouldn't be significant enough to actually help out with the wedding. That'd probably be like 25, 50 bucks, something like that. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Maybe it is five dollars a person. I'm second, second guessing myself so hardcore right now. Well, well, and the other thing is they were worried about DJs from Laval showing up. So were they worried because I would imagine at an event like that, because it was Annick's brother mm-hmm. who was supposedly throwing this. Mm-hmm. So he probably rented out that entire bar area. Yeah, that we, we mentioned something like that. I think that the cost of <clears throat> having this event, hosting an event like this, Seems like money that you would make from it would have to host the event. Yeah. Or you'd be having to make quite a bit more to, one, host the event and any be able to go towards paying for the wedding. Yeah, you'd have to almost have the event space gifted to you to be able to make any money. To come out. Off of it. Not in the red. Exactly. This one Uh, was funny, though. It was a good fight scene. We didn't feel like a super finale to me but I, I mean i don't know i had a problem with the way that annick and Derry had their conversation there. let me it, ask you about that okay shoot yes did it completely piss you off when she said she was in love with Derry? yeah thank you <laughs> yes. all right yes. validation because it pissed me off when she I, don't said know, that. I don't know if you touched base on this it because obviously that one hasn't come out yet first off <laughs> We haven't seen you in a hot second. Ferda. Why? Sorry, I just dropped that so quick. Cut that out, Josh. Cut that out. First time in the show ever. (laughs) My thing is, you apparently have not seen him in at least two seasons worth of time. You know, I don't know, in realistic Letterkenny time frame, we haven't seen you talk to him, being in contact with him or anything, and then you just show up with your fiancé like it just it just to me it felt like a way for you to just be like oh I don't want to marry this guy I'm going to use you as my fallback. Yeah, it completely pissed me off that she said like yeah. you do not love him. You are no. not in love with him. You hardly even know him. Amber was yeah. irate. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I 
fell I out. Watched, I watched that and I was just, I just like, spit man. Little. Again, I think I spit last week. I wasn't the biggest. I was really kind of indifferent to Annick when we first meet her in season three. But I, but with this one, I was, I just don't like her. No, I don't like her either. Don't like her. I think she's just, she just used him. And she, I feel like she used him as an excuse to yeah. basically end one relationship. We talked about like, these people shouldn't be getting married anyway. No. It's not Derry's fault. Like, why were they even dating yeah. each other? She wasn't allowed to invite some of her family that right there says a lot. The word aloud bothered me a lot. Yeah. They didn't even seem to like each other. That should be at least a few years <laughs> into marriage. Yeah. And she's like, planning the wedding was a nightmare. Yeah. You know, and then I see you and it's like, Ugh. that's like, not what you say to people. Either. No. It's at your wedding party. At, yeah. I rolled so hard. I don't like it. No. Okay, Derry question deserves better. He deserves Katie. For you. Because <laughs> I, I, I think I asked... I think I asked Amber this, and again, this one, this episode's not out yet, so it's hard for Kayla to, to previously on much of anything. Yeah. Um, but do you think that the reason that we don't like her, because even, I remember before, even without binge watching, when I did later on, I, ha- I had a bad feeling about her right here at this episode. I thought, oh, that just, it rubs me the wrong way. It doesn't feel right. I don't like this girl for whatever reason. Do you think that that is because she's written badly for this episode as a character because i think they wanted us to root for Derry to get this girl but i couldn't because i didn't like her i feel like she was written as a character who would almost seem too good to be true for Derry. so we automatically have to be pleased for Derry to get her but at the same time, if you're paying attention, she's not a good person. Yeah, you know? and also, I kind of think she's she's very blah. <laughs> I don't know if it's the French coming through. She has, seems to have no personality at all. She doesn't seem interesting to me. Yeah. She doesn't seem funny to me. She doesn't seem nice to me. There's nothing there drawing, other than the fact that physically she's pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. And I will... Oh, I'm about to get... No, get it. <sighs> take us to church (laughs) i love this show but sometimes the way that they write their female characters sometimes it's super empowering and sometimes it's just as a physical object yes and agreed that again i love this show but sometimes they only have women there just to be a physical object and i feel like especially with some of the female characters they write them in a way to be conflict specifically to other female characters Mm -hmm. Just for conflict's sake and not for actual plot purposes. Yeah, think about first round Rosie. She didn't have much she, of a personality. Yeah, she was pretty blah too. She, she was nice cool at now. Least. Yeah, she's nice and she was obviously a you're a great gal, Rosie. Mm-hmm. And she obviously was, but in the most shallow way possible. The bare minimum that I know about you is that you seem to be a good person and you like to read. Yeah. There, and there's not a lot of three dimensional there's no complexity to a lot of, I mean, even like uh, the girls that they had at the wedding that they were trying to hook up with. Yeah. You're either stereotypical or you're just written off as over the top yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. Like I saw, I noticed it first with Angie, between Angie and Katie, especially mm-hmm. like Angie, I think, I think Angie is one character and she's just written into so many cliched stereotypes like she's almost a caricature of what a slutty ex-girlfriend would be yeah not to say like and and you know 
we automatically think wrong of her because she cheated mm. on Wayne, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's caused issues with the hockey players and she's, you know, done this, this and this. But they just continue to throw her in just as that character. Yeah. At least up to this <clears throat> point. Yeah. So many of any female characters that are introduced lack any depth. You get to know Tannis a bit better. You get to know Katie a bit better. But a lot of it's very superficial, bare minimum sex object. Yeah. So. I remember when Bonnie was starting to get a little bit more of a personality. And it qu- and that quit basically immediately. Because she's not, <laughs> she's in episode one here. And she's, you know. I feel like they throw in Bonnie when they feel like they need insert best friend for Katie here. Yeah. Or Katie if there's. Katie needs a gal pal in this episode. Or if there's just all guys and you're like, you know what this needs? A little slice of Bonnie. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, throw Bonnie in the corner. And even then, it's, ah, oh, Bonnie McMurray. And what little outfit's she going to be in this time, <laughs> yeah. you know? But. Uh, give us more letter, Kenny. Well, uh-huh. and I think that's one reason I like Tannis now, is yeah. because she actually has more of a personality than a lot of the other female characters. Yeah. Even Katie, to a sense. Because Katie, again, after she broke up with Riley... She kind of just went back to her we old ways. That. So I know this is still not out yet, but <laughs> we, I, I think it was in the episode again that's not out yet. But we mentioned what does Katie do besides date guys? Mm-hmm. She she won a spelling bee. Tell me another thing, yeah, Katie. Did. But what, what does she do? She doesn't work, or if she does, we don't know what we it is. What, At yeah. least we know that Bonnie has multiple jobs yeah yeah, multiple jobs at multiple establishments and everything she can at least get a job she's at least gone to some college she does charitable work and i like tannis a lot too because she doesn't fit when they try to put her in that mold she doesn't fit in that mold and i like that about her you're right she might have more actual personality characteristics than katie might than, than any other female character i think Wow, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but overall, episode six, I enjoyed it, but I did get a little irritated because I felt like we finally were kind of diverging away a little bit from Wayne's love life, and then very last second, throw her in there. No, we're still in all the spotlight away from Derry because Wayne gets a new love interest, and I'm like, I get it. You're the main character. You're the the creator of the show, I guess. (laughs) I do like the way they introduced her, though. Because you automatically know she's going to be different from any other love interest he's had so far. See, I put that they kind of make all of his love interests the same. and again you don't know her she's had no speaking lines. They've had no interaction with each other other than she just shows up very naturally pretty and angelic literally wearing white she does look very innocent just a white tank top yeah yeah. that uh what was it that i said like they make all wayne's love interest very naturally pretty like minimal makeup natural pretty wholesome looking so that obviously stunning but yet and it's not over more like girl next door but beautiful girl next door yes kind of way not a high maintenance kind of not a high maintenance pretty yeah yeah I think with Rosie, you could tell, you know, there's instant attraction mm-hmm. for both of them. I feel with... Marie this, Fred? With, okay, we can, we can oh, say yeah, her yeah, I don't care to... Yeah. Uh, her, na- her name's Marie Fred. I feel like with Marie Fred, there was a level, though, of him seeking her out. Mm-hmm. With everything else going on around him and everything, he just sought her out and just 
it was almost protective in a sense. I don't know. Like, I found it very attractive. I'll, there's no other way to, for me to put it. But there was just a, a really intense way that he just kind of sought her out like without kind of without paying attention to anything else around him. Because even with Rosie, you had, like, Angie come in and you had, you Tannis. know, Tana's <laughs> come in with a phone call and you had, you know, every, everything else going on around him and he, he had distractions, but... With this one, he's like he zoned all the, he, the distractions He just zoned out. in right on her. Weren't people trying to fight him also when yeah. he met Rosie, though? Was that where we see Ty? Did the skids come to fight They're him there, again? and aren't they there saying, it's my big standoff for the lady for Kate. Kate. Yeah. <laughs> the lady and Kate. she's in the middle of leaving, and they're trying to fight Wayne. <laughs> And he... Yeah, we've got to go through Wayne, yeah. Because <laughs> oh logic. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I said that scene reminded me of Across the Universe when all the football players are, like, tackling each other in slow oh, yeah. and she's just walking through the field. Like, all this fighting is going on around him, and he's just very zoned in. But then they come and put that blue shirt on her, and it's... I said that was like Romeo and Juliet, a Montague <laughs> Capulet situation, like <gasps> forbidden love. I it's weird though the way they do that because at the end, you don't know if I know Jean Jean Claude had just broken up with with Annick, but you don't know to what extent she's related to these other guys That's that are coming true. in. Like she could we, honestly be a groupie for for all yeah. of the for all of the Frenchmen or something. Yeah, because we were like, what is this shirt? Is it? a family shirt like when people go to disneyland together and they all make the same t-shirt to wear is it the work shirt like they all work at the same construction company like or scott's logger? tartan or yeah. something so does she work with them is she his sister are they related are they just work associates are they family that work together like what's is going it just on the here? french colors yeah <laughs> so i don't know it is it's very it's very creepy what did you call it we're possessive possessive and i am not a i'm not a fan whether it's Again, you don't know if it's her brother or, you know. Well, whatever. and Wayne even shoots him a look when he does it, too. Like, who are you and what claim do you have over this over this lady? What did you Fan think fiction about... moment again. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to write books. <laughs> graphic novels. What did you think of the fiancé? Of Jean-Claude? Yes. I love that name. <laughs> Jean-Claude. Jean-Lance. <laughs> Jean-C. Riley. <laughs> My no. middle name is John. I love it. <laughs> he seemed like just... I don't know. You can say the word dick. Well, he seemed like, he, seemed like a, he did seem like a dick. I mean, I feel like, in a way, he was very mismatched from Anik. Yeah. It makes me wonder why Anik was with him. Yeah. Because he was cute. He was cute. I thought he was He was all cute. right. I like that brunette with a beard. I mean, you guys know that I like a brunette with a beard. Gasp. Yeah. Blue shirt wasn't hurting him. <laughs> I, I wouldn't date him either, Anik. I get it. But... Just from a, we'll, we'll flip the tables, just yeah. from a guy being eye candy on this show, I thought he was good looking. <laughs> Maybe it was just the what he was wearing that threw me. I mean, if he just never opened his mouth and you just got to look at him, I think he's cute. All right. So yeah. we, we, it was a, a recap to season one. Uh, epi- situation two. Yes. Episode one, episode six, just bringing it all to a close. All together. <laughs> I prefer the Wayne equivalent. He's... Oh, really? He's my kind of... He's I, my cup of tea. <laughs> so you're good with this as a season finale, too, then? Both episode and finale you're good with? I think it is just because of the way they introduce 
Murray Fred at the end. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the that's the biggest reason why it serves as a good season end. That's enough of a cliffhanger for you to want to come back for the next season. Yeah. Because I remember feeling that way after I watched it for the very first time. And I really like anything that includes Tyson and Joint Boy. I do love And this had Riley and Jonesy. Yeah. And this had, you know, the the big three and this had you know it even had katie and you know it, it included all of my my core favorite people at least so i may be a little biased in that but tyson and joint boy are grown on me a lot too they're I fun re- yeah i really like them i like them together the way that i like riley and jonesy together yes. they play off of each other so well that they're just i i enjoy them if they ever make funko pops they need to sell them together yes <laughs> i love it I liked this episode a lot. The only hang-up I had was... And I know, again, Wayne is the main character, so it makes the most sense. You're going to care You're supposed to root for Wayne. (laughs) But I was just really proud of Derry for not sucking all season. (laughs) Good stuff. And I was just excited for him to have something he was excited about. I didn't like the girl, but I was proud for him to have done a good thing. Or... (laughs) At least he got a girl. He almost never gets a girl. Yeah. So I was just really excited about that. And then Wayne's like, also, I didn't have to try at all, but here's a, here's a girl I've got too. Oh, Derry can't get, just get by on his looks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Derry. He also has to be told not to touch or taste <laughs> everything he sees. I loved that description of him. It was so accurate. That was so funny. I gave the season overall a seven. I didn't write it down, but I said maybe seven and a half with the coffee. And I had a coffee, so I'll give it a seven <laughs> yeah. and a half. I'd give it a good seven and a half. Yeah, I would say seven and a half too. And overall, I liked the season and I had forgotten how much I liked this season. Mm-hmm. It's not one of the ones that I've watched over and over and over again. Like season one and two, I've seen several times as we get into the later seasons. I think I've only watched this one through, well, now twice, but had only watched it through once yeah. before, and I had forgotten how much I liked this one, yeah. so the I was only, pleasantly surprised. The only hang-up I have with the season is that I I would have loved to see more Glenn, and that's my only yes. caveat with it. I think oh, he yeah. could have added to stuff, but mm-hmm. besides that, it was overall really strong. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they gave away any episodes here at all, so he was probably a lot more busy with directing and writing this season, if I had to guess. So... Seven and a half? Yeah, seven and a half. Any last minute things about the overall season or hopes, thoughts about next season? I'm I'm more anxious to see what's up with Stuart than I am with Marie Fred. The Marie Fred cliffhanger. It's okay. Yeah. But I'm very but, curious about Stuart, too. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I wanted to see Stuart. They made kind of a big deal about, oh... So I want to do that. I big thought it reveal. was weird that they didn't include at least a shot or something like any kind of reference to Stewart in, in episode six. Yeah, that know. was yeah, that was also a good cliffhanger moment, and they didn't use they, it. And it wasn't in the finale. In the it finale, was, yeah. strange. But yeah. all right, well, if you all are done, I guess that's it. Next we time, we did good. I know. I think. I think we did good. But I guess we will see you all next time. We're going to do the Christmas because we skipped. We're going to do Christmas last this time but i guess we will see you all next time bye 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 oh no wrong button oh no <laughs> Ninja dust. i just deleted the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> okay bye for real 
Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. Music for this episode is provided by Mark Wallet. That song is called Rattle and Shake. Information for this episode is pulled from letterkenny.fandom.com, as well as Megan and Kayla and Amber's notes. For more questions, comments, or further insights on this episode or future episodes, give us an email at casualjosh0 at gmail.com. That's casualjosh, the number zero, at gmail.com. And remember to put Not My Forte in the subject line.